A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Rookie CEO Podcast. I'm Grace Watkins. I'm the CEO and co founder of Click Management, and Rookie CEO is my public journaling of the highs and lows, the unexpected wins and the unintended mistakes of running a business all for the very first time. Since we started Click, my role has changed a lot. Four years ago, 100% of my focus was on building the business, doing the work, growing our revenue, building our clients and making sure that we even had a business to run in the first place. This has since developed and now a huge amount of my role has been around growing a team, hiring people and managing the team that we currently have. While this has been super rewarding, it's also been really challenging and has required a totally different skill set and one for which, to be honest, I felt fairly unqualified for. But when you're starting and trying to grow a business, managing people and hiring a team and empowering others is really the one part of the business you definitely can't delegate. And so it's been something that has been a personal challenge for me to get better at and adapt at. It's something I still think is like probably one of my weaker points and something that I find personally quite challenging and that I'm constantly trying to get better at. So today I am going to share with you beyond growing the team and growing click, I feel the responsibility to make sure that these 15 people that are on our team have a satisfying and a rewarding experience when they come to work and that they feel like Click is somewhere they can be part of a really high performing team and that they're going to get job experience and they're going to get development. They're going to get satisfaction when they come to work every day. Managing a team effectively, I think, is one of the biggest challenges that a lot of founders that I speak to have and it's generally because a lot of people are coming from an experience where they haven't managed a huge amount of people before and I will be brutally honest with myself and all of you about that. I'd never really managed a huge amount of people before. I'd had great examples of management and I still do in many aspects of life but I'd never really had to truly manage a whole team of people before and it's something that doesn't necessarily just come naturally. You have to really learn through doing really learn through observing other people that do it well. And for me, reading a heap of books and trying to watch YouTube videos and skill up myself on how I can become a better leader for my team and how I can help them get the best out of what they're doing every day. And putting some structure around this, around how we manage people has been something that we've kept iterating on since we started. And at the moment it's March. And one of the things that we do is we have one-on-one catch-ups with everyone every three months. And this is at the top of my mind right now because it's something that we're going through the process of at the moment. In my previous role when I was at PwC, this concept of feedback was something that there was a lot of structure around. There was, you know, one of those spiderweb frameworks for different projects. There was self-assessments. There was meetings with your manager, meetings with your partner. There was a huge amount that went into a process of review and managing people and assessing people. When we started Click, this was 
Honestly, just pretty impractical. We had like three of us. We were all in the same tiny room. I knew every email that everyone was sending basically because we were in this small space. There was a huge amount of communication and there just wasn't as much going on. Over the period of a couple of years though, we're now in a much bigger office with 15 to 18 of us sometimes and people are working on a whole heap of different things. Suddenly I noticed that we would have campaigns going live with talent that I hadn't even touched, that I didn't even know were happening, that there are processes with which the social team are uploading posts so that they're all scheduled properly. And I realized that I actually have no idea how that works. The way that we're filing old videos from the videos that the team is producing, I'm not sure actually in the detail of how that works. And I think it was extremely confronting for me as like a business owner and a leader to realize that there were some things happening in the business that I didn't even hundred percent know of, and that's okay. But it especially was illuminating when I realized that sometimes there would just be so much going on or it would be a busy week and it would be possible for me to go a whole week without actually having time one-on-one -on -one with every single person in the office. For a long time, I actually felt a huge amount of guilt about this. And sometimes I still do. It'll occur to me that I haven't spoken properly to someone in a little while. And, um, and that's really tough because as a founder, as someone trying to build a business, you have a lot of priorities. There are a huge amount of conflicting priorities that are going on for me all the time. And while in my head I'm thinking about, oh, I have to, you know, talk with our finance manager, Nav, about getting a new bank account set up so that we're optimizing our exchange rate impacts. I'm also thinking about the big campaign that the sales team's working on. And I'm thinking about the contracts that we're signing with new talent and is the production flow working in the way that it should. And so for me, I'm trying to juggle a heap of broad different things. And sometimes that means that some are more important than the other, but it's not lost on me. But for the people that are working on those things on the day to day and the granular detail, that is their most important priorities. And so it's really, really important for me that I make sure that everyone on the team understands that what they're doing is super important and matters, even if I don't have the time to be there in the detail every minute of every day. One of the things that we brought in to help combat this was three month catch ups. And we brought in three month catch ups about a year ago. It's a space where for 30 minutes every three months, I have a one on one catch up with everyone in the office with Emma, my co-founder. And obviously we're talking to people much more frequently than every three months. But the understanding was that we were bringing in these catch ups as. Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Space where people could really talk about their progress and their goals and what they were working on and how they were feeling and if they had feedback for us as well. But we never really had any structure around these three month catch ups. There was no talking points it was an open space. And I realized that it was quite happy for us to get into these three months 
catch-ups and be in the habit of saying, so like, how do you feel like you're going? How's it all? How are you feeling? And people would sort of just reply with like, yeah, pretty good. And there would be some particular feedback points maybe, but we weren't, I, I felt as though we weren't truly digging into how people were actually progressing. It didn't feel super self-reflective. And I felt as though we could be getting more substance out of it than what we were. I think I knew for a while that we needed to do something different, but it's interesting how a lot of my hesitation in bringing in new processes probably stemmed from an insecurity that I didn't have enough experience to do it. I was worried about doing things wrong, which I think is something that a lot of founders worry about in all aspects of their business. Like, is it worth doing something if I'm potentially going to do it wrong? It always is. But <laughs> I would worry about, would you know, would the team take me seriously? What if I tried to bring in this thing that was meant to be super helpful and it wasn't? This month was the first month where we really did bring in some structure to these chats. We sent people the structure ahead of time and everyone came to the table with a lot of considered reflections and thoughts and suggestions. We would talk through talking points like what they felt like they'd done well and what they're proud of in the last few months things that they would have done differently, specific processes that they love that we do as a team um, and ones that they wish we would stop and really digging into a lot of people's personal goals and what they want to achieve for their own careers. And the difference that this has had on our one-on-one catch-ups and the team performance in general, and we're only halfway through the week, I haven't even finished all of them yet, has truly been incredible. So in the interest of sharing my learnings in real time, here are some of the benefits that I've had through having these more structured three-month one-on-one catch-ups. The number one thing really is that there's no such thing as too much communication on a team. Communication really is everything. And the more that you have that open communication and that people feel like they can openly communicate with you, it builds trust. It builds a lot more insight. And I think as a team, you're able to work better and faster. It's been so rewarding to hear what people are proud of. I think I really underestimated what that talking point would be when we put it on the framework, but truly to understand for specific people elements that they were proud of has been a total game changer for me because it's given me a lot more insight into what members on my team have been wanting to work on and where they're feeling like they're progressing. I feel way more tuned in with everyone on the team's personal individual goals and therefore way better in a position to put them in situations where they're going to be able to achieve them. I feel like we're progressing way faster. Having that open communication where people can talk about things that they're finding challenging, or I have the ability to talk with people about things where I think they could be doing better. It means that you're not losing things in translation. And I realize sometimes I would have situations where something might frustrate me, or I would feel as though someone could have done something better. And then I sort of forget about it and quickly move on. And then that person isn't actually even being put in a position where they're able to improve because they're not receiving the piece of feedback specifically in the first place. And you truly need the feedback to be able to improve. And I realize that that is something that we've probably shied away from too much in the past. I would be too nervous to give people proper 
feedback and therefore I wasn't doing a good enough job by them to help them progress in their careers. Lastly, I think it's actually driven way more meaningful relationships with me and the team members and hopefully with their relationship with me as well. These one-on-one catch-ups have really been a time to carve out uh, time to reflect on the fact that I really care about everyone that's on the team. There's no such thing as too much recognition on a team. That's absolutely something that I've learned. It's a time to say thank you. And it's a time where you're truly showing that you care about that person's progression in their career at your business. Because if you didn't, you wouldn't pull the time aside to help them get better and help the rest of the team get better as well with their feedback. That has been my reflection over the last couple of weeks of doing these more structured one-on-one meetings. And I've realized, you know, the more and more as we progress as a business, your business is just a product of your people and your team. And we've gone through some tough times with that with people over the last year, which I'll, you know, get into on another episode. But right now I feel as though we have an incredible team and Therefore, I feel a whole new type of pressure in that I need to foster that and make sure that culture doesn't go anywhere. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of Rookie CEO. If you enjoyed it, I would really appreciate if you gave it a review in Apple Podcasts and subscribed on Spotify or wherever else you're listening. Really helps people find it. And um, hopefully we can create a little bit of a larger network of everyone being a Rookie CEO. Thank you guys so much, and I'll see you guys next week. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.